0: Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Breanne Drioni. And I'm Tina Damore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. Today, we'll be talking about the times when spirit might be quiet and might not be giving too much guidance during some stages in our lives. When is spirit silent? <sighs> Man, I think this is something
1: that you and I have both experienced oh, yes. numerous times, mm-hmm. and it can be disconcerting, um, especially if you're just getting into building a shamanic practice or shamanic spiritual pathway. You know, it's it's uncomfortable sometimes when it shows up. So we thought this would really be an interesting topic to explore because um, sometimes our helping spirits are quiet or we're interpreting that they're quiet because they're not speaking to us in the ways that we usually notice them speaking to us. In our last topic, personal sovereignty, sometimes there are things we need to personally navigate and directly experience in order to grow. And that might be another reason that spirit might be being quiet. You know, right? It's, it's kind of And also to kind of address our last topic in one of our other episodes, personal sovereignty, you know, sometimes there are things that we need to personally navigate and directly experience in order for us to grow on our journey. So, you know, it could be that our helping spirits are quiet in order to support us and allow us to hook in and tap into our own intuition, our own personal power. You know, or we sometimes don't feel like we're doing enough. Right. Right? Like we could be going through some trauma or illness. It could be a divorce, transition, a big move. You know, you're caretaker to young children. Yeah. And there's only so many hours in a day, you know, that we can make time for a spiritual practice. Sometimes it falls to the wayside a little bit just because life gets overwhelming. It's just not enough. And we don't have enough energy because sometimes we're just burnt out and done. Sometimes those are the times we feel like we need the guidance the most. And that's when spirit might feel really silent. You because know, we're trying to struggle finding that balance of tapping in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I know when I've been sick, I really have tried to journey, get some guidance. There's those occasions where I'm like, that's this is a very different journey. It wasn't so clear to me. It's kind of foggy. You know, sometimes when we journey, we can't tap into it. It's because we're too close to it. We're too tired, too sick, too drained, and our brain is cluttered with burdens, and we're too invested in one particular answer. So we can't always, you know, put our blinders on and be the hollow bone uh sometimes we're just there's no reason for this might be a learning transition that's taking place for us and and you're right i mean it could be that our helping spirits like they want you to have a different experience they might want to have you be more embodied and be with the experience rather than always asking them or getting clarity around that
1: well sometimes too like you know i had when i was getting over having covid um yeah it was really hard to journey i have never felt more disembodied like when Mm -hmm. being sick than when i had covid I really just didn't feel. And it took the longest time to really feel grounded in my body again. It was incredibly disconcerting, but it was also really disconcerting to notice that even though I was physically feeling better, I was struggling to journey a little bit because I was just, you know, still trying to recover my equilibrium from being unwell. And it was a little nerve wracking to be like, oh, is this going to be, you know, those fears like this, this going to be a long time impact of having COVID. Am I going to struggle to do that? And, um, of course, I kind of came around and worked through that, but it was it was disconcerting and uncomfortable. And so sometimes, you know, whether we're moving through an illness or some other stuff's going on, we just can't get ourselves into space or we just aren't grounded enough in our physical selves for something to allow us to really be in that space to tap in.
0: We sometimes forget amidst all the chaos in the day-to-day that we don't always see the signs of our helping spirits all around us in this world, all the omens that they show us, that we are still... Are being supported. We we don't. We're not open to them because we're so rush, rush, or we're so um, engrossed in external stuff going on and stressors, which is completely understandable. We might be in the space of, oh my gosh, have you? Are you still there? Yeah, or- <laughs> we feel
1: really quiet right now because we're not hearing it. And, and I think sometimes too, within a shamanic pathway, we think journeying is the only way. They're communicating with us, like especially in the beginning, we're not really trusting our intuition or the, or the ways that spirit might be showing up for us and, and messaging and giving us signs or omens. We just feel like when we don't have that deep, deep journey practice or a regular, you know, because something's come up in our life and we haven't had a chance to sit down and have quiet, uninterrupted time to journey. We feel a little more disconnected and, and it, it can be a real challenge. And I know when I transitioned in my job and I part of that transition, we were starting a whole new business all over again. I was working seven days a week, 60 plus hours a day. I mean, I was so burnt out. I mm-hmm. was like, I still feel like I have some PTSD just from the stress of <laughs> right. that transition. It, just, it was like six months of it was intense nuts. and I felt really disconnected. Like spirit felt really quiet because I didn't have the time to tap in in the ways that I usually did. And I hadn't had time to journey and I felt really overwhelmed by just everything going on in my life. And then I realized spirit was showing up every day. Spirit was showing up every day. We had um, these bald eagles show up, and we don't really get a lot of bald eagles here in town where I live. Um, showed up right in our tree out in our backyard, and then in the city downtown at work, I'm looking out the window, and there goes a bald eagle, like right by me. I mean, it was just when I could slow down enough and get out of my own way to realize that that was really a huge message from Spirit because I had not seen an eagle. Yeah since, you know, we had a big personal loss happen at the time too. And it just felt like that was really spirit. Like we are still here. You're still held. You know, the crows were still showing up and speaking to me every day. They were showing up in the trees by the window at work. Um, so there's other ways they were really manifesting. It's more showing up in the physical world. I just had to slow down enough, bring my awareness forward enough to, to see it and acknowledge it. And I know you've had similar experiences too.
0: I remember I was going through an incredibly stressful time in my personal life and I was um, actually mentoring someone in the woods, teaching her about the middle world and how to commune with the fae. And, uh, you know, I pushed it all aside and was, you know, in my, in my um, altered state and really focused on the work. And I go to rattle to the ground and by my foot is a coyote claw. And I just, it totally pushed me out of an altered state. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Because a coyote, it's not a power animal of mine, um, but it has been something that's coming in and out of my life in this world over and over again, um, since I was a kid, actually. Wow. So um, I was like, I-, I got the chills when I picked that club. I was like, thank you.
1: Yeah. And well, once we just get these messages, like I mean, when I was going through that time, I felt so isolated from spirit and my own spiritual practice. You know, I just... Felt like I was in an island and kind of drowning because there was just so much going on in my life and so much chaos and was just again so overwhelmed and burnt out that it was really hard. Um and looking back, like when I had some more space and distance to see those ways that spirit showed up. And, you know, you finding that coyote claw, it was just like, mm. it's such a clear message, especially oh, totally. with the connection that you had. It's so they really, you know, spirit does speak to us even when it feels like spirit is really quiet and the goal is to kind of look for other ways that spirit's speaking to you. Um, right. Because the silence is temporary. It is. You know, I've gone through phases. I know you've gone through phases and it is that. It is a phase. It is a period. Um, you're working through something. You're growing through something. You're, you've got something going on. But just look outside of the natural world. Whenever I have silent time, I go into nature with senses wide open, open heart, and a willingness to receive that connection that I've been yearning for or missing, and spirit always shows up. Or if you have friends who know how to journey, you could certainly ask them to assist and ask them to journey on your behalf, right? Like I'm
0: times where I'm too close to something and I'll say, Tina. Yeah, same here. (laughs) I mean, we we sometimes have blinders on; we can't see the full picture. And you know, another thing I want to say too is that I know we've been both through the quiet times, and I now accept that this experience—it just we ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. Our energy body contracts and expands, so the hollow bone that we are for spirit isn't always open at certain times in the way it might normally be. But again, like you said, it is temporary. Exactly. It's just
1: a moment. It's a wave. It's a blip. It's a And sometimes you just give yourself that time to contemplate, be reflective. And if you have a daily devotional practice, that is another way of still showing up and building that connection. You know, I still in the chaos and in the silent times, I'm still every day connecting, talking, even if I feel like I'm questioning whether I'm being heard or not, Mm -hmm. it still grounds me in that connection and that practice. And I know that it's, I've been in the practice long enough now that I've come to that space of acceptance. It doesn't kind of freak me out like it used to. Right. Um, when I was first starting out and you feel like, Oh, have i done something wrong or, you know, (laughs) right. There's things you question, like you kind of go crazy places with it. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes maybe we need to question things and we need to tweak things.
0: I think our helping spirits love us so much that they want us sort of to take our power back into our own human selves and go, okay, I got to figure this out. And I have to trust myself. And that's like, that's a huge, huge lesson. It is. And also sometimes we just need to be in our
1: stuff and not bypass it and That's not get right. caught up in our, you know, spiritual pathways a distraction of not sitting with something maybe we really need to address.
0: Exactly. Well said, my friend. <laughs> what does spirit have to say about the times when we find it difficult to connect or when spirit seems silent, Brie? So my helping spirit said, There are times
1: when you must walk through the unknown, as it's part of your growth, time to stand and honor your truth. It's a time of initiation and exploration. Being able to truly be alone with oneself and choose your way forward takes courage and is a gift to be cherished. Spirit is always with you, watching and holding space for your life experience. There are times when we cannot be the ones to guide you, for it's up to you to determine the way forward, or perhaps there is something you truly need to deeply experience and you need the space to navigate it so that you can learn and understand the lesson of the experience for yourself. We are always communicating with you, reminding you that while you may not hear us, we are still with you. Your support team cheering you on, but in ways you may not notice as you move forward into the unknown. Were you so caught up in your inner dialogue that you didn't see the picture of your power animal while you were standing in the line at the grocery store? Or hear the call of the hawk as it flew above you? Or hear our whisper in the rustle of the leaves and the trees above we are always here, but there are times when you need us to take off the training wheels so that you can grow on your own.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm blown <laughs> oh, away right? by that. The training wheels. wheels. Ah. <laughs> Love it. So my helping spirit shared, do not burden yourself with the care that you have been left alone to fend for yourself. For when we are silent, we are holding sacred space for your inner growth. Some of this cannot happen on the spiritual level and must occur on the human level. Your lives are a series of contractions and expansions of your energy field, and so when you call out and there is no answer given as you perceive, it is us who are directing you within to find all the answers you must unearth earth to move forward to the earthly experiences set before you. How else will you begin to trust your own intuition and strength? If you are a parent to a child, how can that child gain confidence if he or she is always looking for their mother or father for validation? If you depend too much on the spirit world for your inner comfort and GPS, how can you be truly empowered in your bones and skin? How can you find the tools that soothe you? And how can you find the blessed souls in skin who are to walk with you in your life? Trust that we, when we are quiet, it is simply that. We have not gone and left you in the dark. We are watching, holding you in love, and entrusting you on the path set before you. Oh, I love that. Mm, it warms my heart. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that, it's just, especially that last sentence too, that they're not left you in the dark. I love that. So our journey prompt for this episode is to journey to your helping spirits and ask, please
0: show me ways that you might speak to me when it seems silent. And on our website, shamansafterdark.com, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. We can also find Brie on treehearthealing.com and myself at threecrowshealing.com with a numeral three. There's also links to our personal pages on our website, shamansafterdark.com. Until next time, everyone, keep on shining your light.